So we're continuing on that theme of Hashem um, demonstrating all three levels of scaring, striking, and killing the Mitzrim. So the whole point of it is to scare them, to show them that this is serious business over here. To show that he has power. And the snake is a symbol of fear. And Hashem is showing, look, I have the power over the Nachash, which is a symbol of fear, so how much more so that you should be afraid of me. Visharha osos lo osa befonov ki lo hayaha kavona beosa nachesh rakedelir. The point is not to um, show that look, I can do a million different things. Um, it's not. It's not like a magic show. The, the the nachesh was to instill fear and to indicate that Hashem has the wherewithal to do things. That are really scary to instill fear. Ukemosha awesome. O Zelfne Israel, the horrors. She roi lihios misiare mi pneha kodesh boruhu. Kakasa ze os asmo lefne paro liiraim. So here it's fitting to do it in, par- in front of paro. I mean, the three osos indicate that Hashem has, can scare. People can strike people and can kill people. So, Klaus, I need to see all three so that we believe that Hashem has the, the wherewithal in all these three areas, and, and, and uh, that's so we're going to go ahead confidently. But with Paro, so the first one to scare him, he needed to get scared. Aval Shar Beis Osos, Chazlov Nei Yisrael, Lahoros Shiyavi Makos, Lohutrich Lazoslov Nei Paro. But rather, but here the makas and and the killing that Hashem didn't do because there's no that they'll find that part out when the with the actual makas. So we see that the first one, the the snake, it's a uh, it it doubles. Uh, it, it it served as two different things. With Klausel, it served to indicate that Hashem, um, you know, has this ability to do that, right? With Paro, it actually wasn't as an it didn't wasn't used as an oath for Hashem Asad, something else, right? Because it's three signs of things that are to come: that the scaring of the Mitzrim, the striking of the Mitzrim, and the killing of the Mitzrim. With the Paro, the snake, the staff turning into a snake, is not a sign for something that will be. It's it's actually doing that right now. It's actually already the scaring itself. Yeah, so so that's why 
with Paro, the other two were not done because, again, here with Paro, we're actually seeing the playing out of those three signs that Hashem did for Kalashal. So the playing out of the Saras is actually the, the Tanmakas. Does that make sense? With Kalashal, it's like Simon Ludover. It's indications of things that are to come. With Paro, it's actually the things themselves. Now, it happens to be that the first thing, the staff turning into a snake, was also the sign and was also the actual thing itself that, 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 came, that, that will come to be. What do you mean the difference? The difference between what? The difference between the effect on Pharaoh and the effect on Israel. But with Kalashal, it's not that they're getting scared. With Kalashal, they're being told that Hashem has the power, the power of scaring people. Yeah. With Paro, the snake, the staff turning into a snake, is the actual scaring itself. Yeah? Saying with Klausrel, the three signs that Klausrel were shown are signs of things that Hashem um, may and, and will do. But, uh, but that's not happening right now. This is just uh, to demonstrate or to let know that this is something that, there's, that these are all options or to be used potentially to right. save them. And well, the in the well, they're not using the ten plagues is just one. Of the ten plagues is just a striking. That's just the connected to Saras. No, okay. So this is this what I was just saying earlier today. That let's just remember the morale said that the how things actually played out was the staff turning into a snake. That was the scaring of the people. That was the scaring of Mitzrayim. The um, tsaras, which is called a maka, right? Someone stricken with tsaras, right? That's a maka. So that is all ten makas that happened in Israel. All ten of them are included uh, in tsaras. And then the blood, which indicates killing them, was at the being drowned in the sea. Okay, so now <clears throat> one may ask. Wait, but wasn't, I mean, maybe <coughs> not as many uh, of midstream died in Marcus Bachoros as um, in, um, in the dr- being drowned in the sea, but, um, but there were still quite a few that did die. So the truth is that there were quite a few midstream that died in all the Marcus, right? Um, I mean, Arov, wild animals, right? There were definitely people that got mauled by the lions and the tigers and the bears, right? So there were people that died, right? People that were stayed outside um, when the barad hit, right? Those people were killed by the barad. What? Right. Being you know, kind of viewing it as more, you know, if you look at Mitzrayim as like one person, like let's say you, you know, a nation, we've spoken about this before, a nation is not, not Ameri- in Americans' uh, worldview, 
a nation is just some sort of a social contract that many individuals sign up for. And they could opt out of it, they could evade the draft, they could, uh, you know, declare that they're morally opposed to whatever the country is doing, etc., etc. That's not the Torah's view. The Torah's view is a nation is is like one, is like a body with many cells in it, right? So it operates as one, right? Uh, so if we view all of Mitzrayim as one body with, you know, many millions of cells, right? So if I, if I take a, a baseball bat and I smack you on the shoulder, right? I killed a, a good thousands of cells, right? Thousands of cells just died with that, with that strike, right? But it's a strike, it's not, it's not uh, a mortal wound, right? It's not, uh, it's not looking to kill. So, uh, so the death of, of some of the cells is just, uh, but it's much more the overall pain that it causes the entire body. That that's really what you're going for, right? So too with whether it be, um, you know, Arov or, you know, Dever, all those, all those plagues borrowed. People die from hunger, I'm sure. I Many people die from hunger because there was no food, etc. Um, but those are but those are all considered makas, in the including the makas bacharos. Whereas um, in the drowning of the sea, that was uh, the entire Egyptian army to the last one. All all of them were killed, right? That that's that's a military. Uh, is it like the like the pasuk says? Uh, the midstream declared, um, "Hashem is 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 uh, is fighting against us, right?" Meaning here, here they saw a milchama, right, as opposed to just different types of strikes, right. This is this was actual milchama. Hashem came out to fight war against the midstream and killed them. Okay, so that's only that last one that that qualifies for the killing. Okay, so so now we're just pointing out that. The three signs um, and the things that they stand for have an overlap, which is the nachash, the nachash, the the uh, stick turning into the staff turning into a serpent, was both the sign for scaring the mitzrayim, and it was the actual scaring of the mitzrayim. By the other two, that was not the case. Right? By the other two, the sign for was one thing, and the actual thing itself was something else. There we are. So, v'od amru b'shmos rabba. V'lama asa hakadosh boruchu shalosh osos neged avram yitzchak v'yakov. Okay. So now these are obviously as soon as we hear that the osos are connected avram yitzchak and yakov, it means that who cares? I mean, why do the mitzvim care about avram yitzchak and yakov? Is that going to somehow convince them more powerfully? It means, it means either, number one, in the schus of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. The Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov opened up certain channels of connection to Hashem. And the Hashem is now going to be saving Klausrel um, via those same channels, right? Mida connected Mida. We have schus in these areas, right? So then, this is the area that's going to be helping us, right? Um, that's that's uh, one way of saying it, and the other way of saying it is to understand 
the totality of the power that's being brought against the Mitzrim, right? Um, you know, it's one thing if, you know, because we have no here, so we have to always use the boxing analogies, right? So, uh, we, it's one thing if a guy has a great jab, that's one. They, uh, okay, so you have to know what to do with that, right? But it's another thing if he's, you know, very, very vicious on the body attacks, that's another thing, right? And another thing if he's... Uh, you have to watch out for that uppercut or whatever it is. You know, the three, so here you have three basic forms of, of the powers that are in the world, and Hashem is going to be um, you know, operating on all three levels over here. Right? So, so that's, that's why we care about that it should be connected. Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov is number one, our schus for all three kavim, the three. Um, um, Channels the three lines of um, conduct in the world are Chesed, Din, and Rachamim. Right? Those are the three: the 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 right, the left, and the middle. And uh, and over here, this is going to be um, operating in all three of these. Connected Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Venira, Keelu Shlosha Osos, Harolahem, Midus. Avos. Hashem is indicating to them the characteristics of Avos. Ki cham soref So poison is is a is a is a fiery right. The reason why snakes are called fiery serpents is because the of the sting, the burn, right? Meaning there is this uh, poison. Vihi. Um, Neshech mimidus yitzik shemidaso eish. So fire is the characteristic of of gvura, right? Of yitzik. Vehatzaras keshelag. Next, Tsaras is, uh, Tsaras is, uh, you know, the, the turning white. There's a, a lack of, you know, instead of a person's, let's say, flesh feeling like it's on fire, if, if a snake bites, what happens? Let's talk about not even a fatal bite. Let's just talk about, like, a just a, a, a mildly poisonous bite, right? For example, scorpions also. Most people think like a scorpion. You know, that, you know, most scorpions, even the the ones that think that that, that have a poison, w- most of the time it will not kill the person, right? But certainly that limb will be, you know, throbbing. Will be red. Will be you know like hot, right? I mean, it's going to cause a a. Uh, very strong reaction, right? So that's that's a uh, that's a fiery type of a reaction, the the poison. Whereas Taras is the other way around. The thing is cold. The thing is bloodless. The thing is is uh, um, lack of of activity, right? So fire is a tremendous amount of activity. Water is lack of activity. Water is very still, very cool, very very passive, right? Um, so the the mida of chesed 
of Avraham is connecting, soothing, uh, that, that's a concept of, of water, whereas the Midah of Yitzhak is, the, is fire tears things apart, it separates things, right? It breaks things into little pieces. That's, uh, that is, um, that's, 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 uh, gvura, that's separation, right? So fire is always, uh, separating, water is always connecting. I'm sorry? No, the snow is a type of uh, water, it's a, maybe more extreme form of water. Um, now, I want to preface this by saying that you may notice in a number of places um, contradictions in this, um, and um, I could just kind of keep on going over here, and then afterwards, some years later, you say, hey, wait a second, this, this contradicts everything we just learned over here. Um, so just let's just say a few words about it. It's not, I don't think this is our place right now to drill into this, but it's just important to know. Number one, we're going to see that by the current Pesach, uh, morale is going to discuss the, exactly the opposite. With the current Pesach, the, the whole Mida, the, everything you're supposed to do with the current Pesach is to unify. It, it represents Achtus, unity, oneness. And being that that's the case, so uh, the Torah makes a love, um, love Sheishbo Malkos, not right. So Noah is indicating not to break, not to break any bones in it, right? Not to eat in two different houses, etc. All, all those mitzvahs of, of Karm Pesach have to do with oneness. But another one says the Maral is uh, not to cook it, not to cook it in water, and rather to roast it over a fire. And Maral explains because when you cook something in water, what happens? You cook something in water, little pieces exactly disintegrates, falls apart, kind of in the water, right? It doesn't totally disintegrate. You didn't cook it that much, but it imparts its flavor onto the water, right? I mean, part, which means parts of the meat or, or whatever it is that you're cooking in the, in the water in the soup are leaving. If you think about you soaking, you you put something into water and you you um, you cook it in water. That'll make it kind of swell up and begin to become, um, you know, the the borders of it become less recognizable. It starts to fall apart in the water, right? You cook it long enough, it does fall apart. The other, the 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 the, the opposite of that is uh, tsli is roasted, right? Where on the contrary, it by, you know, you, by drying out the moisture from it, you cause it to kind of uh, shrink up and you know congeal and become more one. Uh, um, unifying the thing, so it's, so so there you see that the fire. I, I just said a minute ago that fire. If, if I take if I set fire to something, I have this table over here. I set it on fire, right? So the table will end up being ash. Every piece of the ash is b separate from the other piece of ash. I had a table that was unified, and the fire went and broke it apart into a million little pieces, right? So fire is a koch of being mefarer, of, of breaking apart. But now I'm showing you the Karm Pesach seems to be the opposite, that fire unifies. Yeah? And... So it's two 
sound of recording. That's contradictory, say. No, but it's not contradictory. Right, it's because it's fire, uni fire unifies by taking out things that are not the thing itself. Right? You say, you say good. So, so Nalach is saying that, no, no, that with the with with the roasting, what I'm doing is I'm exposing the fire. I, I, I'm exposing the liquid inside the meat to the fire. I mean, I'm keeping the fire at a good distance, right? So that it doesn't get to break apart my meat. But it, what it does do is it breaks apart the maybe some of the fat and the water that causes it to evaporate, to drip out, whatever it may be, leaving the meat more unified. So that's siruf. Siruf purification, right, is you, you pull out some of the other stuff, right, some of the impurities, some of the other things with fire, and then the thing that's left is actually more unified. Right, that's good. And then... Um, and with uh, so, so, so with water... Um, it's the other th way that this thing, if I have a piece of meat, is becoming unified with the water. I mean, it itself is being broken apart, right? Because water kind of connects to it from all around, right? And and it's and it's and it's merging together. Eventually, I just have a uh, some sort of a. If I cook it long enough, I'll have a some sort of a you know gelatinized right goo. Right, it's all became totally one. So that's that's the answer to that question. Now, um, but on a more fundamental level, do we need to go into it or not? You're saying you know, Aish and Ryan both have both attributes. And how could you ever go and say No, they don't. That's what we're saying. We're saying Aish fundamentally, yeah. just like Aish itself, is constantly dividing, right? Every piece of fire is separate from the other piece of fire. What's fire? Fire is a bunch of little explosions. Many, many little explosions, right? Each one is separate from every from the other one. Now uh, right and, and and fire spreads and it jumps, right? It can leap over rivers even, right? It can leap over walls, fire. Right, um, so the, it, it it itself is very separated, right, and that's what it does to anything else it encounters. It separates it. Yeah. Now we're just pointing out that if you do it in a very smart way, where you know you roast your meat, so you separate out the liquid, right, and then the, what's the solid that's left is unified. Ah, so this, this is a cloud we're saying here, and over there it's you know, it's an exception. Right. 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 And then and and uh, and water is fundamentally one, right? Um, now, just we're saying that if you cook something for a long time, then yeah, it'll all become. I mean, it's breaking apart the meat because the meat is becoming one with the water. Um, fine. So uh, the, there is more what to say, but I think maybe we'll we'll, we'll leave it right now. The the the, the Lesham discusses how on a. Um, How there's the, there's a, there is a little bit of a contradiction in the in the fundamental definitions of chesed um, and uh, and the way they express themselves chesed and kvura both they, they express themselves oppositely from what they really are but I think we 
probably don't need that for now. Marshall seems to quote for me is that the the nature of the Medina currently of Lenin is the Medina of Chesed. Right? You see tons of assimilation. Right. It's a breaking part of that. Right. Whereas in Russia, everyone said you're Jewish, 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 Jewish. So there's a there's a right tightening. Good. Good. Good Marshall. Yeah. Good Marshall. Okay. Good. Okay. So so again. So Yitzhak is fire. That's why when uh, when Rivka sees Yitzhak in the field, she asks Eliezer, what does she ask him, Ezra? Um, can I bring you water? Can I water your animals? No, no, no. When she's already coming back with Eliezer, they're coming no. back, they're riding on camels, and she sees Yitzhak walking in the field. So she asks Eliezer, Mia... Who is that Ish? Ish, language of of Ish. Who is that Ish? Who is that fire over there that's walking? Mir says she saw a man walking. He looked. He had the appearance of fire. Yeah, that, that was Yitzhak. Yitzhak was a fiery man. He was a man of fire. That's Gvura, right? He's so powerful, right? Fire is a tokif. There's a power to it. Yeah, that was Yitzhak. Right? Avram Avinu was was cool and. And uh, you know, pleasant to the touch, like uh, like water, right? Chesed. Okay, so those are those are the two midas over here. So again, the the nachash that always represents fire, the fiery bite of the nachash, the poisonous burn of the poison, right? Then the tsaras, which is like a shelleg, it is white. We've spoken about the difference between white and red, right? Red is uh, red, and black are in the same camp. Black is a shade of red. Um, red uh, is uh, gold is red. Silver is white, right? White is chesed. Silver is chesed. Gold is red. Gold is din. We spoke about uh, the uh, uh, Gdol abuses Yam abuses Mitzrayim. Nekudus Tureh Zahav and Nekudus Akesef. Right. So the, those are the two midas over here. Um, so again, so we said that the midah of Avram Avinu is Maim Vashelagu Hamaim. And like we said, it's even to a certain extent more than Maim. It's like a, a, an extreme version of Maim because. Mayim is cool to the touch, right? Water is cool. Even in a very, very hot climate, very, very hot situation, right? Where do people want to go? To the water, right? You say, what do you mean? But the water is also going to be hot. Well, yeah, it's warm, but it's still much, much cooler than anything else around, right? Um, so the shelleg is an extreme version of that. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's very, very cool, Right? Um, so the shelag who hamayim umimidoso makas atzaras. So that's that's atzaras. Lakach sover akve ben mehalalel moros negoyim shivim vishtaim. There are seventy-two moros negoyim. Seventy-two is of course the gematria of Ari. Oh. Well, you looked ahead. You know that. Kemispar chesed, right? 72 is the numerical value of chesed. Shemisham 
Makos Hanagoyim Nimshachim. That's that's really Mars Hanagoyim. Of course, that's also why the Kohanim specifically are the ones that uh, judge Amar Hanagoyim, right? Because the coin is the Mida of Chesed. Vezemi Yisavro. Okay. And the third one, Ve'adam Hu Teva Memutza. Now, blood is an interesting thing. It's somewhere in between. Is blood hot or cold? Well, on the one hand, Shiyesh Bo Chamimus Eish. On the one hand, is it's hot. It does have a hotness of fire. Vekzas Lachus Hamayim. But on the other hand, it's moist like water. Kikain Mezagadam. That's the that's the consistency of water of, of blood. So on the one hand, right, what blood is red, right? Blood boils, right? As have you has your blood ever boiled? Uh, I've never seen it boil. But have you ever felt it boil? Yes. Is it hot? Yes. Right. Yes. It gets hot. Um, it rushes to your face, or whatever it is, right? What? Uh, no one knows if it's physiologically if the blood gets hot versus does it only appear that way. Well, first of all, only appear is a, an important topic to discuss because is the perception, what is the true definition of something? Is it what the thermometer says or is it what the man, what the human being experience? Right? Does it actually do that? Well, maybe the fact that we experience it as such makes it that that is the case. And it just only um, in the perception when it's outside of a person, when it's not connected to a person's experience, it's not hot. But a person's experience, it is hot. Why do you not ask me that about poison? What's hot about poison of a snake? What is that? Well, if I took a poison of a snake and I put it into a um, oh. little vial, and I put a thermometer into there, Probably it would... I'm sure when somebody... Yeah, the, the way I thought about it is if someone gets bit by a snake on their arm, right? Their heart, arm blows up. Gets, okay. Gets hot, right? Okay, fine. So, the, the, because blood rushes in there. <laughs> Probably. Right? Um, so, uh, so, so, yeah, so you're talking about the reaction that the body has to the poison. Right? I guess so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, so you see that we're defining things from the per, from the human perspective. But um, yeah, so blood is red, which we spoke about as being midas adin. Blood is hot. Blood boils. We see in the navi, right, that the blood of Zachariah was was boiling and bubbling all those years over the murder, over the unjust murder of Zachariah on the Harabais. Right, it was bubbling until who came? Uh, Nebuzardan. Right, and he saw this first. He tried to placate it by murdering countless uh, children over it, and eventually he did chew from it because he realized if this is the level of judgment that there is for the murder of one innocent Jew, how much more so for the murder of so many innocent Jews? Right? So, blood boils, blood is hot. On the other hand, blood is kind of liquid. Now, it's not as liquidy as is water, right? Blood is more viscous than water. 
and that viscosity is given to it by its blood-like nature, right? By the by the blood cells, by the uh, by the uh, red blood cells, uh, and all the other things, right? But um, but it does have a liquid to it as well. So so it's so it's in the middle. Vizehu neged midas Yaakov, asher midoso mimutsa ben eish umayim kol shneim, and is able to contain the two of them together. Ve'od ki hadam hu. Why is that minasa? I'm sorry, Ezra. So we had dam mitzora. Then is Yaakov the nasash? No. No, no, no. Nachash is straight fire. That 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 just burns. The, oh, the, right. the poison that's 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 Yitzhak. Then the Shelig is Avraham. And the so Dam, which is in between. Dam is hot, it's not as hot as poison, but it is hot, but it's also liquidy. That's Yaakov. <coughs> Um, so that uh, so that's connected Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. The old ki Adam who Iker haAdam Atzmo Dixiv Shochev Shofech Dam Haadam Badam. So we're talking about spilling the blood of a person. That's uh, the, that speaks to the right. Kedam huanefesh. This the 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 blood is. I don't, I don't know why he specifically picked this pasuk. Let me just take a look at the pasuk for a second. Okay, so the whole pasuk over there is shofech dam haadam baadam damo yishofech. Someone who spills the blood of a man. Through a man, his blood will be spilled. The morale over here is quoting Shofek Dam Ha'adam Be'adam, which is a little bit. He just wrote Shofek Dam Ha'adam, then we would say it means that you see that the blood is that of the person. That's like. but 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 uh, and, and afterwards the next part is already through a man his blood will be spilled but he seems to have truncated it shofek dam ha adam be adam. He brings here the Rashi brings the Gemara. No oh, yes yeah let's one second that's exactly what I thought so I thought it was going to be a drosha over here. Go ahead so what is he saying? Rashi puts Gemara in Hedron that it's referring to an adam be adam an uber inside of a mother. Sorry. But Rashi? Oh, maybe not. He, oh, the Gemara explains that. It says Rashi says. Rashi and the Gemara problem. So someone who kills a uh, Uber, he also gets killed. So what? What's the point here? Yeah. So then his last line is, 
The Farsh Kach what? In the Maharal. No. I think Rav Hardin is making uh, a tzushto. I mean, he's, let's say step number one. He's bothered what does the Maharal want over here with this puzzle. Yeah. So then, sounds like he's proposing to connect it to a Gemara, but I don't see where he's going to leave him again. 41, I think. Aha, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so number one is seemingly the morale is making a drusha. Right now, again, is he sourced in Chazal somewhere, or is this his own remez that he found on the Pasuk, right? But it sounds like he's saying, Shofeh dam ha'adam, be'adam, that this is, that the dam is the, Shofeh dam, Ha'adam be'adam is that is the man inside the man, I mean the blood is the man inside the man. That's potentially what the moral means. Then he, I don't know why, but he quotes this Gemara. In Sanhedrin. I think he just wanted to show us that he knows the Gemara, but it, it, it's, it's not—it's not—it's not at all connected to what the Moral wants. It's not, not going to help you. So he says that, but that—that's—that—that's—that's that, that's, uh, that's how the the Drush, but seemingly the Moral is not going with with, with with the Drush, right? So I don't know. That, that's like that's that's a note that seemingly shouldn't have been written. The, the, yeah. I mean, the first part. Useful. Okay, Ezra, we'll we'll see you next week. So okay, so we'll uh, um, let's just get to the stopping point. So so he's saying that this is the Iker of the Adam, Vhumidis Yaakov, Vidvarm Elu Yuduim, Lumaskilum, Vain Savakbehem. This is obvious things. No question about it. Ulifize Hayu Ha Osos Beish Uvumaim Vem hafechim, vedavar memutza, bein haesh vehamayim, which is the dam. Okay, so we will pick up next week from Vyesh Lacha Od, Ladas.